Welcome to Sunday School Dropouts, the podcast where an ex-Christian and a non-believing sort of Jew read all the way through the Bible for the first time. My name is Nico Bakulich. And I'm Lauren O'Neill. And let's get biblical. Let's do it. First, there are some ground rules you have to follow. They're not rules and you don't have to follow them. I don't know why I called them that. Um, I'm the ex-Christian. I was raised a Presbyterian. I'm now an atheist. And I'm the non-believing sort of Jew. The non-believing sort I thought that was funny that I say that. Like I'm <laughs> the, the only one. The only one. I don't know. Um, also, this is not a Christian Bible study podcast. And it is not appropriate for children. I'm reading the New International Version of the Bible. And I usually read the NRSV, New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, and... It's true this week, too. Wow. I had to go in twist. there for a second, but then you I fooled me. pulled you back. Uh, we also have with us in the studio, in the flesh, a special guest. She is a writer who has written for, among other places, The Toast, Vanity Fair, and Midnight Breakfast, where I am a senior editor. Sulagna Misra, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Thank you for being here. Hello. Um, so we will start by... Asking you, as we ask all our guests, what is your religious background? Uh, so I was brought up Hindu, and I'm kind of still that, but in a kind of lazy way. Okay. Um, I call Hinduism a disorganized religion. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Because there's not really, the rules always, like, it's like the rules are just like, take them or leave them. Like, it's fine. <laughs> um but then there, uh, the rules that are important seem made up or like seem kind of unfair. Like the temple, like there are temples in India that only Indian people can go into. And okay. they, I have a cousin who has really fair skin and um, they wouldn't let him in until his mom like <laughs> yelled at them and was like, this is my son. <laughs> um and uh, so, but the, they didn't do, they weren't like, show us your Hindu card or whatever. He was just like, they're like, you seem white, so you can't come in. Are you telling me that everybody gets issued a Hindu card? <laughs> <laughs> and if so, why didn't he just show his? Um, because, yeah, it seems like an easy solution to the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, um, the thing is with the Hindu cards is that uh, you can only play them once. <laughs> oh. Once a lifetime. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny kind of game. Sometimes the only way to win is not to play at all. Um, so can you give me like the elevator pitch for Hinduism? Okay. Um, there's like, okay, so there's a bunch of gods. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say elevator pitch because in Hinduism, there's no um, missionary work. There's no conversion or uh -huh, anything. Right. Um, so there would be no elevator pitch. It would be like, because like, it's like, you couldn't do it or, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like, um, so basically there's a bunch of different gods um, and sometimes those gods are tied to a certain region of India um, or a certain, like, sect of, of Hinduism or a certain caste or, or, or a certain family or whatever. Um, and there are some main gods that, like, people agree on. But basically, the way that I was brought up thinking about it uh, was that all, all, go all the gods are just one god. They're just... Um, different forms of that same god and that's are those called avatars is that yeah okay yeah so they're all uh the same god and it's called henotheism um where so it's not polytheism or monotheism because it's all like different versions of the same thing so that's kind of like christianity <laughs> christianity has the trinity where it's the father the son and the holy spirit but they're all like three you could call them avatars easily yeah of god yeah 
Yeah, and and what's interesting is um, I know that like I have friend like I don't think this is necessarily like the same for everyone, but the way that um, my family brought me up is that like. And, like, not, like, oh, like, this is how you should think of it. It's just, like, I'll be, like, oh, but what about Jesus? Or, like, or or, or those other guys. And my dad would be, like, it's all the same person. It's all the same. <laughs> Interesting. So I'd be, like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. So it's very flexible. Yeah. Um, what do you have to, like, do? <laughs> um, it's, uh, like, there's dietary restrictions, obviously. Um, <laughs> that's not obvious to me. Oh, really? Uh- <laughs> I'm, oh, right, right. You can't eat beef. Yeah, right. can eat beef. That that one. Is That's obvious. where the expression "holy cow" comes from. I'm right. pretty sure. Um, that means that in India, and this is true, that cows wander the streets just freely and all the time. And like sometimes when I visit my grandparents, we have to move the cow out of the way so we can get into the driveway. Uh-huh. That kind of stuff. And then um, I also don't eat. Well, I used to not eat. <laughs> pork and then when i went to grad school my my roommate was like making bacon and i was like what's that (laughs) um but then i have like friends who are just straight up vegetarian Mm -hmm. actually a religion came from that whole discussion because like um in hinduism so like in in hindu history there were like uh the rulers would have meat like really freely and stuff i think it was mostly it was like chicken and like not beef or pork but they would have they would have meat, like chicken and fish and stuff like that. And then other Hindus were like, that's cheating. You can't do that. Also, you're supposed to be setting an example for the rest of rest of the country and stuff like that. And like the rulers were like, we're not chained. This is how we want to live our lives. Uh-huh. And then the those Hindus like broke off and became Jains. Oh. Like J-A-I-N. I-N, right. Um, and they um, they don't eat meat, and I think they also don't eat anything with garlic. Garlic or onion. Yeah, yeah. garlic or onion. And uh, no root vegetables. Yeah, because exactly. that kills the plant. Yeah. Sometimes I get this them... was a subplot on Jane the Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get that confused with Jehovah's Witnesses, but Jehovah's Witnesses can't get blood. Yeah, they can't yeah. have blood transfusions. Yeah, blood yeah. transfusions. And that's or different. celebrate Christmas or birthdays. Oh yeah. I learned that from community. <laughs> Is there anything comedy, half-hour comedy TV so can't teach us? Religiously educational. <laughs> but yeah, but like in a... Also, if you're ever in any BART station, feel free to talk to the 15 Jehovah's Witnesses that are always there. They can um, tell you everything. <laughs> yeah. I haven't... Um, my grandma has talked about cooking like for, for Jane's and she'd, she'd be like, oh, they don't have root vegetables and they don't have this. And I'd be like, but what... A- Plants definitely have feelings. Like, don't you care about them? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Plants definitely have feelings. <laughs> could we? <laughs> could you explain that? <laughs> I think she was just. I think that's her personal okay. thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a hint. Or something. Okay. Do you remember when we were um, hanging out at the California Academy of Sciences with another friend of yours who's raised Hindu? Yeah, and I've heard you that. we saw this um, like news item that. It had been discovered that this one farm was feeding cows defective Skittles like that was their food. And we were like, wow, that's disgusting. And then you were like, well, I don't eat beef. And your friend was like, yeah, I don't either. And I was like, well, I'm a vegetarian. So actually, this doesn't affect us at all. (laughs) Give the defective Skittles to the cows. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, which is kind of bad because it's like, shouldn't we be like worried (laughs) for their own sake? Answer no. Yeah. We have no moral ground. (laughs) 
Um, so, okay. So you were telling me before about um, going to the temple and, like, doing a food offering, but then you eat the food. Yeah, it's, it's called prasad. It's like when you, it's like religious food. It's usually, like, um, sweets or fruits. Or, like, sometimes, like, flowers, but you don't eat the flowers. But, like, <laughs> you, you throw the flowers okay. and then you clean them up later. Okay. Um, but, yeah, That's like, considerate. yeah, you present, like, um, so it'll be, like, a puja, which is where it's, like, an event, like, a religious um, uh, a- event, kind of, like, service, except it's at random days. Okay. <laughs> like, 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 in... Um, the Jewish calendar, where the, the holidays follow, like the lunar calendar, yeah. like Hindu um, Hindu holidays also follow the lunar ca- calendar, and it'll be like oh, sometimes it'll be for a certain god, mm-hmm. like um, sometimes you're praying to the god Lakshmi, who's like um, the goddess of uh, like wealth and prosperity, or Saraswati, who's the goddess of um, education and learning, and sometimes when I would go to um, Puja, like one of the offerings, because you have like offerings that can be food, which um, which is uh, prasad, and then like flowers, and then but then with Saraswati, it's like books. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but also you don't you don't eat the books. Um, <laughs> you throw the books on the ground and then you clean them <laughs> then up. You later. clean them up later. Yeah, um, and that's another thing I le- learned. Just to like keep telling you stuff about Hinduism is like another thing I learned is like it's bad for your feet to touch like. Um, other Each people other? oh other people other people and like um and books so if you do that you have to like so you cannot throw the books on the floor no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like um touch the other person and then touch your forehead and touch your heart or or you could just do your forehead i i that's the system i came up with as a child i was like <laughs> both forehead and, and heart not just not just forehead that's so. like kind of like the sign of the cross true it's also like a OCD coping thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is like a lot of Christian rituals mm-hmm. are based on like oh. OCD as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, so basically you make these offerings and then um, like they're used in the ceremony. Like you throw the flowers, you put the books in front of them, like you have the food, um, like you present it in a way while you say like whatever – the religious saying like, this are. stuff is for you yeah <laughs> kind of like or like talking like um talking about why you're doing this and stuff like that and um and then afterwards uh all that food is uh taken and like given to to you or, or to other people or yeah and it's just like part of the process is like you offer it up to god and now it's like holy food and like sometimes you don't even have to go to the temple but like Sometimes if someone else goes to the temple and they bring back prasad, that's good for you to eat. Oh. Because they brought it back for you. It's like transitive holiness property. Interesting. Yeah. And, like, another thing is, um, like, a lot of times, like, it won't necessarily be sweets and and, and, uh, fruits only. It can also be um, certain rice dishes, like... Like, uh, my favorite is uh, rice with dal, like, cooked together. It's, like, getridi, <laughs> um, which I can spell for you later. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, and then they just, you just eat it. And um, with other religions, I don't understand going to temple and not having something to eat. Well, there. in Christianity, when you go to church, you have a t- you have a bite of bread. <laughs> the wafer, and the body and the wine. blood, yeah. 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 
And then afterwards, you go out for pancakes. That, traditionally, yes. Well, actually, you, you could do that. Um, or there's also um, donuts afterward. Okay. Donuts and coffee and lemonade for the chillums. Um, <laughs> those donuts are big in the church. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. But yeah, and then like even at the temple that's near my parents' home, there's a place to get food. Like it's just like a restaurant connected to the... To connect to the temple. Yeah. Interesting. Where you can get really good dosa and like idli and uh, so many good food. <laughs> I really want some. It's really hard to get like good, simple Indian food that's not too oily. It, like It's like some of the best, like one of my favorite restaurants. It's like going to the temple. Going to the temple. <laughs> that seems like a pretty good incentive to go to the temple. Like, you know, <laughs> I feel like in Christianity, you go, you sit through the sermon. It's probably boring, <laughs> you know. And I mean, you, you can have donuts after if you want, but like. <laughs> the church isn't going to do that for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything to add? trying to think oh another thing with a, another god if you want to talk to other gods they're all pretty fun kelly kapoor at a in like the office mm-hmm. once like the way that she described hindu gods is like the funny one of the funniest ways and she's like oh like there's like a bunch of different gods and like uh they all have their own powers kind of like the care bears you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that um yeah, like one other god is like Ganesh, which is the elephant-headed god, and he got that in some like weird fight with his parents, and like, like someone's head got chopped off, someone was made out of wax, Just and they, standard, and they like, were they couldn't drama. find the head. We all know so, how like, people get elephant heads. Yeah, yeah, so then they like replaced his. They gave him an elephant. They took a baby elephant's head. And anyway, um, you give you can get you give out uh, statues of it. Um at weddings because it's supposed to prevent obstacles and when you give um the statue of a god to someone they get that benefit and you also get that benefit nice yeah double benefit so when people get married do they then receive like a bunch of ganesh statues like um well they are the ones giving them. they're the ones giving them out yeah (laughs) so then do people have like little statues of these during wedding season, like little stashes during wedding season? You just have like a bunch of Ganeshas like piling up in the corner. Is you can't put them in the corner, yeah. probably. Um, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Like, I remember getting like one time we went to a, a few Indian weddings and I had got like three of them. <laughs> so, you started a nice little collection. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, I kind of wanted a Kali this time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I just have like, the same Care Bear over and over. It's like collecting like Pokemon cards too. There's like a God for fire, God for water. It's important not to take them out of the package too or they lose their value. <laughs> That's my understanding. And I assume that the God of water is strong against the God of fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't just know Just like them. in Pokemon. I don't know them as well. So now you're on territory that she understands. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other gods. Um, is there a psychic grass type god? Psychic grass? No. Are, are insects strong against psychic for some reason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing in Hinduism. Wait, do you want to talk about the Amrachitrakata? What is that? The okay, so like those are comic. Oh, books. Oh, the comic books. Yes. Yeah. So you were telling me about these comic books. These are just like a popular pop culture thing, right? Or, or are they like specifically produced like for religious ed- education? Well, it was like. I don't know when it was made, but I know the people who made it were like, oh, like, um, 
kids in India know more about America, like about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I think it was earlier than that, but like about like American and like Christian and like like all those ideas better than anything with Hinduism or, or India or Indian history also. So like if we make these books, which is Amartitrakata, which is like which translates to our picture books. And our they're picture books. Yeah. And they're like makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Who can argue with that title? <laughs> and uh they're um they'll be about Hinduism, but they'll also be about history and like not just like Hindu history, it'll be like anything in Indian history, like um I learned a lot of his like I learned a lot of history through that. Um, I actually learned like based on one of those um, books, I one of those comic books, I did um, a paper in grad school. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. What was the paper on? So it was about um, King Ashoka. He was from the same state of India that my family is from, Odisha. Um, And he was he but he like took over and yeah, he was known for being like a very bloody like war king. And he killed a lot of people and like he was known for that. And then his both his children were really frustrated with that and they both became Buddhists. And he was really shocked. He was like, You're turning your back on us and like you're not why aren't you Hindu anymore? And they're like, We we want peace and we want to be peaceful. And so he started to learn more about him about Buddhism. And then he um uh in learning about Buddhism, he became a Buddhist as well and wanted to repent. And he, one thing, so my grad paper was on the fact, was about like a form of diplomacy and like spreading information. And like what he did basically was he wrote down like information about Buddhism and like tenets of Buddhism on like giant, um, uh, what are those things? I hope we're going to talk about steels now. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, tablets? Uh-huh. That he put around the world. That could be a steel, That's right? Steel-ish. <laughs> we had to learn all about steels in the Old Testament. Steel. S T E L E. They're like tablets that you write stuff on and put oh, yeah. in public, basically. Well, yeah. like he would like put those around, like not just India, but like around like Russia and or not Russia, like what's it, the Middle East and stuff like that. Maybe Russia. <laughs> Maybe Russia. <laughs> but like. Um, yeah, that's what I wrote my paper on. I was like, he did this thing 5,000 years ago. It counts as diplomacy. <laughs> it's funny because when I read this um, read this book that we were going to talk about, I read this at like a party where I was with the friend that you mentioned. Classic party reading. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were also talking about Hinduism because my our other friend was like, why are you um, vegetarian and Salugna isn't? And she was saying like, oh, like, it's like uh, the thing with karma. It's like it's all these things that you do. Well, uh, you know what karma and reincarnation are. Because that's yeah, also. Sure. So, I mean, I know like the, the Western version of it. I mean, I think, you know, the Western version of karma is just like whatever goes around comes around. It's not, which I take is not precisely yeah. accurate to how it's used in like Hinduism and Buddhism. But it's more like karma is like keeping track of everything you've done and then like using that to create the the plan for your next life. It's not necessarily like paying for something, but it's also kind of like we're paying attention to what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> With the we being yeah. just like the universe. Yeah, and like and like uh my friend was like, "Oh, but like I I have decided like I've never eaten meat and like I've never 
been tempted to just because it's like an important thing for me and like with Selena, like she knows that like that's like part of her karma or like, she, she put it in like a different way or where it was like she's she was like just turning to me and being like yeah she, like she knows what she's doing i was like i did not know <laughs> am i really gonna get in trouble what if i don't but it's tasty oh no oh well and so then the idea is if you have good karma you're reincarnated into a better life and if you have bad karma, you're reincarnated into a worse life. Well, it's more like whatever you do in this life will be will reflect on what your next life will be. So that's kind of like people automatically think bad things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you do bad things, it can like it can be connected to your next life. But like in your if you do good things, that could also be part of the next life, too. But like also it's more it's less about doing good or bad and it's more about what you did full stop sure there's consequences for your actions yeah that's just how <laughs> the world works yeah but like also it keeps working that way over many lifetimes yeah. got it um what is your experience with christianity and the bible like obviously you live in america so you've you know you're an honorary christian (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like obviously you know it's part of pop culture and it's part of uh unfortunately the government (laughs) um but what is your experience with it uh specifically um pop like it's through you learn about christianity through pop culture and if you've never if you're not part of any Judeo-Christian religion, if you don't know anything about it, you learn some stuff that doesn't necessarily like make sense together, or you don't know what is like what people say. Yeah, versus... breaking news, you learn that stuff too if you're Christian, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still sometimes it still doesn't make sense even if you. <laughs> do. But also like the stories I would like hear or find out about um, were really odd. Like I was like. So the way I learned about like Judas and uh-huh. like um, Easter and stuff like that was because on Easter there was some like on a network show uh, network um, there was this oh we're gonna do a movie on like Jesus and like the twelve apostles disciples <laughs> disciples okay there's apostles too but there's apostles who weren't disciples oh but there's there's 12 disciples like how there are bugs that are that all all like yeah it's a square rectangle situation <laughs> yeah. it's an insect bug situation. yeah <laughs> okay uh so yeah so like i was just watching that like my parents weren't like you should watch it they were just like whatever and i like i just stayed up and, and i think they were watching something else but i that we had another tv like this dinky old tv that i watched I watched it on because I was like, I'm curious. And also, it's like kind of claymation-y, so it looks cool. But um, That's how they get you. But like Judas kept saying, like, when are we going to talk about taxes? Like, when are we going to talk about like taxes or, or the Romans or whatever? And Jesus was like, what does he say? Caesar can do whatever he wants. Render unto Caesar's what is Caesar's, yeah. Yeah. Like, pay your taxes. Um, And then Judas was like, this is stupid. (laughs) But he said it. I think he said exactly those things. Like he said the things that were in the Bible, like what you're saying. Like he didn't say it the way I'm saying it. (laughs) Um, Like it was the script was taken from the Bible. But then at one point, like, so you see Judas like going to betray Jesus and stuff like that. And then he meets Jesus by himself and then like kisses him on the cheek. And then Jesus is like, would you betray me with a kiss? And apparently that's like the exact wording. Yeah. And um 
I remember, I like, as I get older, I think about, like, do Christian teens, when they're dating, text that to each other? <laughs> Absolutely not. That Are would, you sure? That would be super blasphemous. Yeah, it would be super blasphemous. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> you need to find a Christian today just to, like... <laughs> just, wow, okay. But, like... Just get on OkCupid right now. Change your, like, parameters to just search for Christians. <laughs> um, be like, we're going to get really kinky. <laughs> Uh, but uh, another thing is, like, I read something, someone was like, I don't know if it was on Twitter or some article or whatever, but people were like, oh, like, that's supposed to be, like, they actually kiss on the mouth or whatever. I'm like, they kiss on the cheek in the cartoon, I thought, so I don't know <laughs> who is right. I think my cart, the cartoon was the correct one. <laughs> you've, you've weighed all the options. If it was, like, claymation, that definitely speaks to, you know, accuracy. Like, yeah. they don't mm-hmm. they don't take the time to put that in claymation. Oh, that's true. Like, it's all done by hand. And you're not going to do it all by hand. Yeah, you're not going to spend yeah. all that time. Mm-hmm. It's like on Parks and Rec when, <laughs> when he got <laughs> depressed. <laughs> and, and he takes it, he's like, it took me two yeah, weeks. Yeah. It was, like it was second. two seconds. Uh it's funny that reminds me like other religious stuff other like bible pop culture stuff will be like watching all the cartoons um around christmas time again like claymation stuff um especially the little drummer boy because he's so angry i don't think i've seen that one it's great he's so angry like he's like no one's paying attention to how good of a drummer i am i'm working so hard he doesn't have parents he's i've like, met a lot of people like that yeah <laughs> he's like he's like all drummers <laughs> yeah he's like i'm working so hard and like i don't have family and like i don't care about family i don't need anyone screw everyone like a cat in a person form <laughs> like who plays the drums but then he he's he like plays for the the baby, the baby Jesus. Jesus and he's like the baby Jesus is so sweet. I was like, but that could go for any baby. But also like <laughs> when you're a newborn baby, you mm-hmm. don't like drums. <laughs> you know what? The last thing you want to put near a sleeping baby is a drummer. How do you know? I mean, like newborn babies might hear drums and like smell chicory you know it's <laughs> they like, haven't differentiated their senses. Yeah, yet. their brains are all mixed up. And also maybe that's why they thought. That oh he's like he's a savior because he likes drums. He's like, they're like this is an extraordinary child. This baby <laughs> likes heavy music. <laughs> likes heavy mu- music and frankincense. This baby is way too hardcore to be immortal. <laughs> what about Judaism? What have you like absorbed from Judaism? I mean, neither of us has like that deep of knowledge to be like oh yeah that's accurate or that's inaccurate. But like, well, one thing with Judaism is that like. Uh, they have arranged marriages, just like in in like the the very orthodox Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like I have seen the movie Arranged, which is about this like orthodox Jewish woman and this um um religiously conservative uh, Muslim woman, and they both get arranged marriages because my dad was like, "You should watch this." <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, another arranged marriage uh, movie was The Wedding Plan. I think that's what it's called, uh, that came out last year. And it was about this woman who was like, I'm getting married at the end of Hanukkah. I, don't, I need to find a groom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was really good. Um, uh, but other than that, it's like through... Because I, I had like... There were like Jewish kids in my school. So it's just like, oh, we get we don't have homework on Rosh Hashanah or something like that. Or like Hanukkah exists and stuff, stuff like Hanukkah that. Hanukkah like, exists. Well, like, yeah. And it's like the... Um, and like um, one of my favorite movies was uh, the Prince of Egypt. Like I love that movie ah. was dope. Like that was so good. Um, that movie's romance like makes 
it's like it was i loved it so much i when i like became an adult i wrote this i read this like novel about zipporah <laughs> was it the red tent no no oh <laughs> it was it was about it was just like by some guy i don't know it was fun oh, okay i was like it's like fan fiction of the fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> excellent um there's some weird stuff about zipporah in the bible mm-hmm. um or zipporah I, I think is how you say it in hebrew she had to emergency circumcise their son yeah yeah because, because moses was feuding with a demon or God, or God, unclear. Yeah. Someone was about to smite him. Mm-hmm. It was either God or the devil. And she had That's the... in the book. That's okay. in the book that I read. Yeah, she had the quick thinking to just whip out the knife real quick and circumcise somebody. <laughs> and also, there's a part in Thirty Rock where, like, someone where um, Liz Lemon has to read a, a random passage from the Bible because she's stalling for time on something, um, which is kind of rude. But anyway, <laughs> to do it at someone's wedding. She just turns to a page, and I'm like, I bet she's going to turn to the page where Zipporah has to circumcise, and she did. She really? turned to that page. I was like, I know this happens, because I read that fan fiction of that fan fiction. That's so funny, because I didn't know about that until we did it on the podcast, even though I grew up, you know, mm. memorizing Bible verses and everything. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. You're going to hear some music, and then we'll be back to, I guess, hopefully talk about Third John, or maybe maybe not. <laughs> Will maybe we- we'll just... Throw this whole podcast in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Will we go and live in the trash forever with the Bible? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, bye. Bye. Welcome back to Sunday School Dropouts. I'm Lauren. And I'm Nico. And we also have with us Sulugna. Hello. And uh, now we're going to do the thing that we're supposed to do for this episode, which mm-hmm. is talk about the book of Third John. Shall I give you some fast facts? Please. Guess what? It's the third Johannine epistle. <laughs> That's all you got? Actually, I actually have some for this one because, okay, the you know, the standard thing, it was supposedly written by the disciple John. It's probably not. Uh, perhaps written by the same person who wrote First and Second John, but who knows? I assume um, you're familiar with the Johannine epistles. <laughs> you're you're intimately familiar with the Johannine epistles, right? <laughs> so was John one of the disciples? Yes. Okay, <laughs> but he he didn't actually write this stuff. But like the tradition in Christianity is that he did. This is the shortest book in the entire Bible, Old or New Testament. Woo! Shortest one. Does not mention Jesus. Nice. Doesn't have time. Mentions God, but not Jesus or like the Son of God or the Messiah or anything. No Jesus. Um, 
normally I will read, you know, like some books, I'll read some articles, uh, kind of hard to find ones about Third John. So instead, I have a direct quote from Wikipedia here. Uh, there is no doctrine laid out in Third John. <laughs> nice. Um, also, Wikipedia, in a desperate attempt to find something interesting about this book, says it's the anti-penultimate, aka third to last book in the in the New Testament. Beautiful, really getting that character count. <laughs> it's up. Like being yeah. being third to last is not interesting. We don't need a special word for that. We couldn't we couldn't find one like super lazy divinity student that was just like, I got to do my dissertation. But... <laughs> I don't want to do a lot of reading. <laughs> um, so if there's nothing about Jesus or doctrine. Uh, what, is, what does that leave? Yeah. What is in Third John? Um, we can give a brief summary of it. It's a uh, letter to a man named Gaius. Could be the same Gaius who Paul mentions as a traveling companion or not. Who knows? Uh, we don't really know when this book was written mm-hmm. is another thing. Because like none of the church fathers even mention it until like the third century. And then they were like, oh, is this does this belong to the Bible? I guess. It's too, it by John? too inoffensive to, to get cut. Yeah. Um, so John or whoever the real author is tells Gaius, thank you for showing hospitality to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, even when they're strangers to you, we know there's a lot of uh, Christians kind of traveling around in the early church, uh, founding different churches, getting in, getting into trouble, <laughs> into, having yeah, adventures, getting like stoned by mobs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, I, when you said get stoned, get stoned, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, Oh. Getting stoned in the bad way. Staying up all night and watching the sunrise over the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about what your fingers really do. Mm-hmm. No, um, they need um, some hospitality. They need places to stay. Hospitaliano is what they, they need. They need a church to gather in because there's, there's not very many, like, actually, like, there's not a building where you go to church yet. It's just, mm-hmm. like, people meet in the house of usually, you know, like, a rich person. Or their local pool Christian. hall. <laughs> With a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. <laughs> Neither of you got that reference. Okay. Um, apparently, Gaius, whoever he is, is good at this. He hosts people in his house. Um, but John mentions this other guy, Diatrephes, who, quote, loves to be first and will not welcome us. Mm-hmm. Uh, direct quote. So when I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, spreading malicious nonsense about us. Not satisfied with that, he even refuses to welcome other believers. He also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the church. So this this guy's a, this guy's a real jerk. I agree. He's a. I'd say he's kind of a little b. Um, <laughs> this guy's kind of a huge little bitch. Uh, see, see, this is why I was surprised when you said it has no doctrine because I'm like, basically the doctrine is calling out bitches. <laughs> Okay, wait. You just came up with a fucking doctoral thesis for a theology student. <laughs> is calling out little bitches yeah. a tenet of Christian theology? Um, and then, so then he wraps up by just saying, like, hey, do good stuff, uh, not bad stuff, because God likes good stuff and not bad stuff. Um, briefly mentioned some guy, Demetrius. He's like, oh, yeah, Demetrius, he's great. Anyway, uh, bye. He also says, I have much more to, to write to you, but I don't want to write it with pen and ink. Which is a confusing thing to say. Well, that's what the author of Second John also said. Right. And and if you recall, my Bible had a footnote explaining what paper and ink were. <laughs> was like, <laughs> paper was made of papyrus. And I was like, great. Thanks for the illumination. Um, so, so Is that enough. a Bible pun? Oh, thanks for the illuminated manuscript, mm-hmm. NIV. Selegna, so, um, what was your 
impression of this book? Um, I was really happy of the shortest one. Because um, <laughs> obviously like... you were too busy partying <laughs> to prepare properly for the show. It's okay. We understand. Uh, but basically, I I really liked that it was basically a gossipy, kind of petty, kind of fun email. Um and when it's basically say, a bitchy email. Yeah. And it's kind of like what I was saying about the whole there could be a doctrine around this. It's like because like who hasn't like like an- overanalyzed emails, like emails, texts, tweets, press releases. I don't know. Epistles. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just over overanalyzing a text. And I'm like, this is a very relatable thing because I've definitely overanalyzed an email. Sometimes it'll be like a nice email from a friend and I'm like what are they actually saying about me <laughs> and you think they might be saying something like well Selena doesn't show hospitality to her <laughs> brothers and sisters in Christ <laughs> she always wants to be first yeah yeah like who who knows what emails are uh, are being sent around about you I, like about us who knows yeah I shudder to think I don't think I've welcomed any Christians to worship in my house not to worship. We've had them on the show, though. That's true. Mm. Good is for that, us. Is that a form of worship? It's, it's, <laughs> to be on this show. It's like worshiping the at the al- altar of our own vanity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite of worship. Oh, that's funny. That's another thing I wanted to add about the whole That's funny. You are super vain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just writing a bitchy email about you the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that in my... I've been drafting a bitchy email. It's been in my drafts. It's time to send it. <laughs> um... No, what I was going to say is like another thing we were talking, we're doing like a, we're talking about the Bible and discussing it. It's like another way I learned about Christianity was like having religious friends. Uh, and I've been to church with them um, or been invited to church or been invited to talk about um, a passage in the Bible. And people are always super nice to me. And I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm going to disappoint you. Oh, are they like, hey, come to our pizza party. And then you get there oh. and they're like, just kidding. No, no, not, not oh, okay. like that. Not okay. like that bad. But like, it'll just be like, they're really excited that I'm there. And I'm like, I'm I'm observing you. <laughs> this is an anthropological expedition. Yes. This um, is not a conversion situation. Yeah, like one time I went with a friend and like in college and like freshman year of college and we talked about Ruth who like sleeps with some guy to save her and her mom anyway yeah, Ruth is a great story yeah she doesn't sleep with him she just takes his dick out of his pants while he's sleeping mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's how her stepmom says her, no, her mother-in-law mother-in-law excuse me says the best way to capture a man is yes. go to go to his work wait till he's asleep and then at just, his work and then just get that snake out <laughs> and then everything will take care of itself and it was so weird because, like, everyone just, anal- like, gives, like, all these, like, sweet people. Like, my friend is so sweet. And I'm like, we're all just going to analyze this. Like, nothing terrible happened. So this is actually interesting. This is, um, so the guy's named Boaz, um, who, who's, who she basically sexually assaults mm-hmm. while yeah. he's sleeping. Um, <laughs> whose snake she removes from its whose, covering. Whose snake she charms. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super common in, like, evangelical churches when you're talking about like dating and marrying people will be like oh i'm waiting for my boaz like i'm waiting for you know i'm waiting for like god to give me a husband you know for god to like arrange it um but like when you actually read the story it's like you're gonna do what (laughs) oh my god is that really the story you want to be following (laughs) i feel like texting um would you betray me with a kiss is much less bad (laughs) than wanting to find for your boaz yeah (laughs) you know what 
I think you're right. <laughs> um, sorry, but I took us away from the the bitchy email. No, who cares? <laughs> I think we've done it justice. Yeah, it's basically. We invested about fuck a mu- fees. <laughs> about as much time in this as, as John did. So, do you know? Okay, it kind of sounds like Paul to me. It it, it is Paul esque in that Paul is often bitchy. He is, and specifically, a bunch of his bitchy letters ended up in the Bible. Yeah. What do you think? Why did they put this in here? It doesn't even mention Jesus. I think because it got lumped in with the other two Johns. But like, why? Oh, you know what? I bet it's because it's like relating to the whole thing of like, hear how your neighbors will talk to you, talk about you. Like, we'll gossip about you if you um, are not a good Christian. Which but is gossiping is one of the. One of the worst things that you can possibly do in Christianity. Yeah, but it's not. Is it a sin? Yes. Oh my, yes. But which sin is it? Because there's envy, <laughs> well, eating so, too much. There are no. There's gluttony, <laughs> <laughs> yep. envy, and eating too much. Lust. Wait, I can think of the rest. Wait. So those are the seven deadly sins. Oh, there's more. There's way more. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And that's only in Catholicism. So like I was raised Protestant, I never learned the seven deadly sins. So and are there any like seven fun sins or like seven holy seven holy virtues? There, yes, there's I seven did holy it. virtues. Um and I don't know what those are either cuz I wasn't raised Catholic. But that was good. That was good knowledge. One Nico, them, did you know that? Uh that there were Catholic virtues as well? Yeah. yeah that I there always, were seven? Uh I didn't know that there were seven. I always got them confused with the virtues of antiquity or whatever right, the hell right, those right. are. Right, right, whatever called. those are. I don't know those either. Like Prudence, sh- chastity, yeah, uh, I think those are. Yeah, those the are. Oh, shit. I have no and idea. Charity, like any t- anything that's like a Puritan female name mm-hmm. that's in there. But yeah, there's there's Hellasins. There's I mean like. Oh yeah, we got them all. Yeah. Yeah, gossip is is one. Uh, but gossip is specifically called out in the text many times. Yeah. That like oh. gossip is like pretty highly prioritized as being a bad sin. Yeah. But this is gossip. <laughs> but this is gossip. It's only, this is gossip. This is this this book is it's like it's gossip is only okay. If you're talking about how good or bad of a Christian someone is and how it And you better be in the right. Yeah. (laughs) You better be an actual apostle if you're going to pull that (laughs) shit. You better be the disciple whom Jesus loved. Mm -hmm. Hey, I have a question about the disciples. Yeah. Uh, So whenever someone dies and like in real life Mm -hmm. and like... Okay. Not in the Bible. (laughs) But like when someone dies in real life, there's always... They also die in the Matrix. Yeah. (laughs) In political cartoons... Um, they'll talk, they'll, it'll show like the pearly gates of heaven right. and then like the person approaching and then, um, St. Peter, St. Peter, why does he get the, the heaven gig? Why is the hostess, why is he the hostess of heaven? Um, well, the answer to that is I don't a hundred percent know because it's a Catholic thing. Oh. Um, and so Protestantism doesn't have saints and, um, heaven isn't like doesn't have a hostess yeah. and we checked and that's not in the bible so um but peter was like kind of the the like number one disciple oh. um and so his name is peter that's a nickname it means rock you know like yeah um salt peter like petrified yeah i know that from a, a YA book from australia it's really good <laughs> called saving francesca this is my recommendation saving francesca by melina marchetta it's not about Christianity. It's about friendship and depression. We and usually do really our good. recommendations at the end. Sorry. But. <laughs> we don't do recommendations. <laughs> but that's how I know Peter means rock. Yeah, yeah. And I had a friend named Peter in college. So that's his... who I would be like, that means rock. And he was Jewish. So he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's not. 
that's not my gig. Um, but yeah, so he's he's nicknamed that because he's like the rock of the church. His real name is Simon, but he's called Peter because he's the rock of the church. So I guess that's why he's the hostess. <laughs> but I don't know beyond that. No, I don't know either. Also, it's kind of sucky that the number one apostle is like the hostess of heaven. Shouldn't he be like... Yeah, shouldn't he be like chilling? Shouldn't he get to relax? Well, th- you'd think the number one apostle... He was crucified upside down. ...would get to live <laughs> to live closest to Jesus in heaven. Well, he tell Jesus tells all the disciples that they'll be at his right hand in heaven. Right. I mean, except Judas. Womp womp. Because oh, he betrayed him yeah. with, a, with, a, with, with a, kiss. a kiss. Yes. Betrayed him with a kiss. With a makeout session. <laughs> Depends. You can read it however you want. That's the beauty of the Bible. You can make it say whatever you want. <laughs> but maybe it's like if Peter is the hostess, Jesus is the manager, and his dad is the owner, which is nepotism. <laughs> you've you've exposed a huge <laughs> problem. Yeah. It gets a little complicated because Jesus and his dad are like the same thing. Are also thing. the same. Oh, yeah. That's right. So it really, it's, like, it's know, more like fraud than nepotism because he's like... <laughs> paying himself an extra paycheck but it's actually him you know? like using a dead person's social security mm-hmm. number to collect social security or whatever just oh like gosh. collect welfare it's funny that like that kind of makes sense that's like similar in hinduism because like for example when we had um our mutual friend Tespi on, and she was talking about how muslims are like what the hell you're not monotheists you have you have a trinity what do you you know like how can you claim to be monotheists but then like in hinduism it's kind of kind of the same it's like yeah there's one god but just has multiple forms yeah there's like three main gods um brahma who's the creator vishnu who's the protector um and shiva who's the destroyer and they're all married because why not they're all married most gods are married this is the other problem with monotheism is that whenever a culture becomes monotheistic all the female gods get get struck out yeah like it's never you never have one god and it's a female yeah. Like way back in the day in early Jewish history, there was like a big conflict because people would people were like postulating who God's wife, God's was. wife was. This is like not in the Bible. This is like pre-Bible. Yeah. Like super ancient Judaism. Um, but then, that then became, she got cut. She got cut from the from the story. Yeah. That sucks. But that kind of makes me think of how another way I learned about the Bible was through the Da Vinci Code. Oh, my God. Reading that book. And I was like, this is all true, right? Like, afterwards, I was like, why aren't we all talking about Mary Magdalene? Like, isn't she also part? Like, I would literally be like, that is fact. That is a factual thing. Yes, virtually none of that is true. And we've <laughs> actually, so we've actually guessed it on another podcast about bad books where we discussed the Da Vinci Code. And a couple of weeks ago, we did an episode on Mary Magdalene. So we now know, like, all the real stuff. And the Da Vinci Code is like, there's like nothing even remotely accurate in it no but it is a rip-roaring adventure (laughs) and a serious page turner in my opinion (laughs) yeah i think i read it when i was nine so i had low standards oh my god how young are you no maybe i was 11 is that better are you no (laughs) how much younger than me are you get out of this apartment when when did that book come out again it came out when i was like a senior in high school what year was that oh five oh so then i was i was 15 Okay, that's fine. Is that better? That's fine. I will allow you to stay on this podcast. 
<laughs> I just get confused. I was reading Harry Potter when I was nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, what was I going to say? But I know that she was a prostitute. She was not. Oh, okay. Fine. But, like, I fine, fine also Lord. <laughs> learned. That is a popular misconception, though, that lots of Christians also have. But uh, that's also related to another book I read. That was a good book. Uh-huh. Um, the good book? The Bible? No. The Bible. It was called Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, about Mary Magdalene. I don't remember what it was called, but it was by Donna Jo Napoli. Who's that? Who's a, I think um, she wrote a lot of interesting books like uh, that I loved when I was in middle school. But like, <laughs> So I read this Mary Magdalene book when I was in middle school. Um, but uh, she... Like, she has this whole life before she goes to start following. Like, the book ends with her following Jesus. She's like, well, my husband died because he was murdered and I lost this baby, so time to go follow Jesus. Wow. I mean, that's not in the Bible, but, like, she does have, I mean, she's an adult. We only see her as an adult. We don't know anything about her backstory, Mm -hmm. except that she wasn't a prostitute. That was a different person, yeah. And then in in the book, she, I think she stutters or she has, like, a speech impediment. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Classic way to give a character a little little life. Well, you know, Moses had a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. He had a stutter. I think so. I've heard that in like a, what is that? Um, public speaking club? Toastmasters? Yeah, I think I've heard that before. Did, have you attended Toastmasters? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was not presenting. <laughs> <laughs> what did your parents think about you, like, reading a book about Mary Magdalene or, like, watching Claymation They Jesus? did not know. They didn't know. Yeah. Would they have disapproved? I think uh, they would have been a little weirded out and kind of, they definitely would have taken that book about Mary Magdalene away from me. Um, uh, but, because uh, it was not appropriate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but I think the thing is like, oh, she's watching a cartoon and she's not bothering us. Which, which makes them sound terrible, but they're not terrible. No, that's, no, that's, that's 100% of parents, I think. I'm just like... <laughs> Is it keeping her quiet? Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will it actually kill her? No? All right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, one more thing I wanted to add about how I learned about the Bible is like, I think I told you about this about a comic, a web comic called Holy Bibble. Oh, yeah. yeah. You did tell me about this because we, we call it Bibble sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. We talk because about Because we're mature adults. Yeah. yeah. We talk about, you know, like talking Bibble mm-hmm. and learning all the Bibble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Bibli as, uh, <laughs> as, um, um, Eddie Izzard calls it, but oh. like, uh, in, um, so the Holy Bible is just like this funny comic about, um, about Christianity, about like the first book, I think you told me, like it's Genesis. just like, yeah, yeah, Genesis and is it Lot and Lot's wife also? Yes. Yeah. That is so yeah, Genesis. I might've kept going, but I stopped after a while because I, there was some drama with like the people who created it. Were like oh, I thought you pretended like... to be men, but then they were actually women, and they were had been hiding on behind like male personas. But like this, the stuff was still good. Uh-huh. I was just like, this is getting very complicated, and I feel like it's the same note over and over again of like, like people sleeping with people that is really creepy, and yeah. also like, for example, Lot's daughters do yeah. sleep with yeah, Lot. Yes. exactly, yeah. and like, and also these angels who seem like jerks. And also, I want Lilith to come back, but she left in the first like five pages. She's not actually in the Bible. That's what I I know. But I was just like, 
But they put her in there. But it's like, it's fine. I don't think Holy Bibble was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've talked enough and possibly too much about Third John. So there's only one thing left to do, which is rate this book. Rate this book. I'm going rate to give it two out of eight malicious nonsenses. And why is that? Um, it's not much of anything. It's got a little, you know, a little flavor to it in the way of a bitchy email, which I enjoy. Should be cut from the Bible because <laughs> it's just a waste of everybody's time. Um, it's uh, not much, not much there. I'm going to give it three out of nine Demetrii. Okay. Um, there's nothing <laughs> in it and it shouldn't be in the Bible. Cool. However, I did find it more entertaining than Second John. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The lack of content is actually slightly interesting. It's slightly interesting that there is a book in the New Testament that doesn't mention Jesus. I agree. Um, it's kind of like the book of Esther in the Old Testament doesn't mention God. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find that mildly interesting. So I'm going to give it a three out of nine. Purely on a metatextual basis? Yeah. Okay. So, Lugna, how about you? Um, I think I would give it five out of six blasphemous texts. <laughs> Dang, you're going high. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, It's got gossip. It's got gossip that is not even on the page. It's like, I'll tell you when we're talking person. I'll tell you in person. Um, it's got um, talking about how great you are. It's got, I'm kind of rating this as like a bitchy email, like you how should. good of a bitchy email it is. But that's great. As opposed to how good of a... And it was short. It was short and sweet and to the point it's like, we're great. He thinks he's he's better, but he's wrong and he's going to be rude. And also, this guy is cool. Like, you should follow him on Twitter. Like, <laughs> Demetrius, what a guy. <laughs> he tweets a lot about sports, but he's also got some, like, good jokes. Yeah. 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 And I feel like, who has not among us send an email like this that if it was put in a Bible, mm-hmm. we would be embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. We would be embarrassed. And also, even more embarrassed if Lauren gave us a low rating. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Selagna. Thank you for coming on and reading this uh, wonderful, wonderful book of the Bible with us. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You can follow the show on Twitter at SunSchoolDrop. And the same URL uh, on Facebook. Facebook.com slash sunschooldrop. If you have letters to send us, including your comments, opinions, uh, maybe your bitchy gossip, Ooh. you can send it to us at contact at sundayschooldropouts.lol. That is contact at sundayschooldropouts.lol, not .com. That will take you to a very bad place. Yeah, that's the place where everybody is talking about you right <laughs> now, and you you simply don't want to be a part of that. It's not good for your mental health. Um, as always, we thank Elise Carlton for our beautiful logo, and I thank Nico for sound engineering, music, and editing. You're very welcome. Um, we'll be back next week with more Sunday school dropping out. My Sk- brain actually pop droughts. died there for a moment. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. See you Sunday. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 